Welcome to Snap, the Saturday Night Adult Party on the Saturday Night Adult Party channel. The show where we talk about sex, sexuality, and relationships from a blind perspective. I am your host, 
Victor Govea. And Snap is brought to you by Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway? But we can't put it on that channel because some people get pissed off at us or feel offended. But either way, we're here. Either way, hello everybody. We are here to titillate you and excite you about sex and being blind and sexual all at the same time. Uh, remember, if you like what you're about to hear, hit that like button. And don't forget, you can watch us live on YouTube. Well, listen to us live on YouTube. You can do so on our Facebook page and also on our Twitter feed at Blind Who's. That's B-L-I-N-D-W-H-O-S-E. If you can't catch us live, you can catch us on podcasts. We are pretty much on most podcast catchers. Google, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, you name it. But if you want to listen to us on a device, you can do so on the Victor Reader or the Victor Players, rather, because there is a track in the stream. But also... You can listen to us on smart speakers. Just ask Alexa or the Nest, Hey Google, to play Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway or Saturday Night Adult Party, and she'll bring us up. If you have a question about your sexuality or your relationship, and maybe we can help you with it, send us an email, Saturday Night adultsparty at gmail.com and maybe your letter will get read on, well, not your letter, but your email. Maybe your email will get uh, read online. Don't worry. We use, we won't use your names. We'll just read it as a listener. So, I don't know how all of you feel, but uh, up here in Toronto, it's Pretty warm. And by warm, I mean it's got to be at least 85, maybe 90 degrees up here. Um, and that would be 27 or so to the people who are who have adopted the metric system. But um, and it's fucking hot. I've got a couple of fans going here. And yeah, some would say it's cheaper to run air conditioning, but these are desk fans and they run off of my USB port. So they're all focused on me. So as you can imagine, I'm in the lowest part of my house where it's supposed to be the coldest. And usually it is. Even when we have the AC on, we've got God. It's so cold down here on these on the in these rooms. But the room that is my office is pretty warm. Amazingly enough. Now guys, I got to warn you. This show is extremely explicit. So unless you are over the age of 18, 
or you have an adult with you that can explain language you may not understand, viewer discretion is advised. Please be careful. Additionally, we are sponsored by Eden Fantasies for all your sexual fulfillment needs. Check out the description box for discount codes you might want to take advantage of. Also, there are a couple of free offers for free sex toys, depending on what you get. If you get orders of $19 or up, $29 or up, or $39 or up, you can get a free sex toy. Just check out the description box for those codes and use the links in the description box. You may not find these free offers on the site, but you will find them in the description box. Now, this week, we, we're talking a little bit about religion. Now, some of you may be devoutly re religious. Some of you may be a little bit religious. Some of you may be thinking, hey, how the hell am I going to fuck when I don't want to fuck for procreation? I don't want to fuck to make babies. Shit, that's the one thing I want to avoid. But we can't always do that. Especially if you believe in religion. Some religions do state that fucking is solely for procreation. In other words, only to make babies. Some religions do offer it, do say that it's for making babies and pleasure. But then we've got some restrictions like no oral sex, no anal sex, and forget about using sex toys. That's just out of, out of the question. But we're going to talk a little bit about that and let you know, is there a solution? First, let me start off by saying 84% of the world is religious or spiritual. In other words, they identify with a particular religion or spirit, spirituality that they believe in. Whether it be God or Allah. Some say God and Allah are the same thing or whether it's Buddha, or uh, I forget the Indian god. Uh, but it all depends. Some are agnostic. Some are atheist. Now, some are not religious at all, but they are spiritual. Some are Wiccan. They believe in the goddess. Some are, well, pagan. They believe in Satan. 
Now, you might be thinking, hey, if they believe in Satan, they must be into all kinds of sexuality. But that's not the case. So forget what you've heard in books and media. Paganism is not all it's cracked up to be. Or it's not all that's been advertised anyway. First, let me get this out of the way. I am not talking about which religion is right or wrong. I am not doing that. Nor will you hear me tell you which religion is right or wrong. When it comes to sexuality, my personal belief is that no religion is right. Just like no religion is wrong. The fact is, whether you believe in God or not, it is entirely possible for you to have a sex life. A lot of sexual barriers actually come from personal prejudices. Now, you might be wondering, what do you mean? I'm not racist. No, personal prejudices are issues that are taught. For example, you might have been taught that you simply don't touch yourself anywhere, especially not for pleasure. You want to touch, touch to wash or wipe, but you never touch to feel good. That's actually what people are taught in the Philippines, for example. In fact, in the Philippines, they don't even talk about that kind of shit. So, as you can imagine, there are areas that don't talk about sex at all. Not sure if you knew this, but in East Africa, in the country of Uganda, being coming out of the closet will get you a death sentence. If you can believe that. That's right. Coming out of the closet as an LGBTQIA plus if you identify with any one of those letters, then, and the government finds out, you are put to death. But this is more of naivety than it is anything else. It's ignorance. They actually feel that homosexuality causes droughts, causes bad crops, and causes all kinds of issues. Now, us living out here in, in the West, and by West I mean North America, or Western Europe, 
We know better. But do we? The fact is, not everybody thinks the way progressive states or provinces or even cities think. Some people still believe that being a lesbian or gay or homosexual is a choice. It's a lifestyle that you choose. Some people actually believe that. Now, whether that's due to ignorance or being naive, I don't know. I can't speak for those people. But I can speak for myself. And that, another issue that comes along, for example, in Africa, where they have female mutilation, where they cut off the clit and they're supposed to feel no pleasure whatsoever. Now, I think female, uh, female mutilation is, well, it's just horrible. I mean, it's a living horror to go into your aunt's house and come out with no clit. To use an analogy for the men among us, imagine going into your uncle's house and you come out with no dick. I mean, that's just crazy. As long as it harms none, do as thou wilt. Which is pretty much interpreted as do whatever you want sexually as long as it doesn't harm anybody. For example, in the Wiccan religion, The charge of the goddess is that all, all acts of love and sexuality are rituals of the goddess. For example, there is a Mexican religion called Santa Muerte, and funny enough, it means holy death. Because that's what muerte means. Unless I have my Spanish incorrect. I don't think I do. But they are completely LGBTQ plus positive. Not many religions can say that. And that religion is actually 
based on a female deity. Now, some may say, what does that have to do with Christianity? Well, it it sort of doesn't. It's more of a pagan religion. But even pagan religions believe in Jesus. But having that belief does not always cleanse you of your burdens. Some people actually have sex and feel guilty afterwards because they feel like they've gone against their religious teachings. Now, some people don't actually have to feel that way because they can simply go to the Catholic Church and confess and get absolution. But a lot of religions don't allow for the confession of your sins. The Christian religion basically says that sex is to honor God. Our bodies are meant to glorify the Lord and are not meant for sexual immorality. And it actually says this in Corinthians. Honor your God with your body. Sex is also supposed to be exclusive. And you can find that in Corinthians too. And it says also in Corinthians that sex is to be loving. And the female is to offer herself to her husband. And likewise, the male is supposed to offer himself to his wife. You notice that there's no such thing as premarital sex in these religions. In fact, most religions don't allow for premarital sex. So if you were hoping, hook, uh, hoping for a hookup on, I don't know, Bumble or Tinder, you can forget about it. But again, in some religions, there is that whole confession thing. Now, myself, I have a weird, well, I have a weird belief system because I feel that there is something out there. Otherwise, there's no point in living, is there? 
we are put on this earth or come forth from our 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 mother's loins i feel that we are put on this earth to help each other in some way shape or form now based on what i've read I could either be an atheist or an agnostic. I don't know. But then again, I hate labels anyway, so who the fuck cares? Having said that, believing oneself to be helpful to others is a good thing. But it's not the only thing. You have to be helpful to yourself as well. And part of that means appreciating your own body for what it is. A source of pleasure. Now, you may be thinking, feeling that way is selfish feeling that way is arrogant and no it isn't because appreciating your own body also incorporates appreciating others bodies now one has to look at it from this point of, of view. Whether you believe in God or Allah or Buddha or, oh, what is the male? What is that elephant God? I forget his name. Anyway, whether you believe in any God, you have to believe that he gave us free will. And yes, you don't have to agree with me, but you just have to listen. He gave us free will. And free will means that you have to know what you're doing. And he wouldn't have gave us the ability to feel pleasure if he didn't want us to feel it. Even the Bible said that he told Adam and Eve to go forth and multiply. How do you figure they were going to do that? I mean, I don't think God is stupid. I don't think he's a fool by any stretch of the imagination. So he had to know they were going to fuck. So having said that, before they ate the fruit, they were pretty much stupid. 
They were ignorant of themselves. They were ignorant of their own bodies. They were ignorant of all sin. Now, I'm taking this from the Catholic slash Christian Bible. And when Eve took that fruit and gave it to Adam, they suddenly woke up. Now, whether God meant to do that or not, doesn't matter. It was done. But one has to wonder, why would God put the tree of knowledge right there in front of them and not expect them to touch it? Simply because he said not to? I mean, that's just stupid. But I'm not one to judge God, nor should anyone else. Not because I don't believe in the guy. For all I know, I do believe in God. As I said, I do believe that there is something bigger out there. Because something had to start the Big Bang. Whether you think that was some sort of nuclear fusion, whether you believe that was some god who was playing pool, whether you believe that was a 10-year-old whatever, lighting off a firework, it doesn't matter. Something had to create this universe that we live in. And this universe is, for all intents and purposes, long-lasting, yes. But is it finite? I don't know. It might very well be. So should we get all the pleasure we can while we're alive? I think so. Within reason, of course. Does seeking pleasure mean you have to make someone else uncomfortable? No. If you feel that you need to make someone else uncomfortable in order in order to, for you to feel pleasure, you got a lot of things to worry about. Least of which is your sexuality and pleasure. But it is something that people do. Believe it or not, There are things that people are into, whether it be rape fantasies, sodomization fantasies, BDSM, fantasies about being coddled like a baby, 
or breastfed or diapered. It takes all kinds. But you can believe that some of that shit is not religious in the least. Sorry, I'm just, I just got a notification. Okay, we don't have any comments. So, um, okay. Um, Now, lest you think that other religions are as bad as Christianity, that's not true. Muslim religions, for example, think that oral sex is a makaru. In other words, a sin. Or not allowed. In fact, it's also called a haram, which is a sin. Absolutely. Well, I forget the term offhand, but. They also feel that oral sex is like. An animal act. Because animals put their. Mouths on other animals' private parts. By the way, you might also think that you can masturbate as a Muslim, but you can't. Not with your right hand, at least. So you might be wondering, well, if Muslim religion says you can't touch your private parts with your right hand, can you imagine what it says about placing your private parts in someone's mouth? Now, don't worry, Jewish people are just as bad. Especially when it comes to oral sex. There isn't uh uh I forget what this is called. Let me see. Hold on. Onanism. And that refers to the son of Judah 
yeah, son of Judah, who spilt his seed on the ground so that he wouldn't give his brother kids. Now, forget about the whole fact that his dad told him to go in there and fuck his brother's wife. I mean, that in and of itself is pretty harsh. But the fact that Buddy didn't want to come inside her because he didn't want to give his his brother any kids, well, that's kind of weird. That's why onanism has been uh, considered thwarting of sexual experience. Either way, there are a lot of references to spilling your seed, so to speak, in the Bible. For example, there are places where to have coitus other than for creating children is to do injury to nature. So where does one go? What does one do? Well, this is my opinion, remember? This is SNAP. And it is the Blind Perspective Network. And my perspective is you can be spiritual. Believe in the higher power, if you want to call that power God. If you want to call that power Jehovah, whether you want to call that power Allah or Buddha or Confucius. Whatever you call them. That's perfectly fine. But in order to have a healthy sex life, you have to completely get rid of your thinking of what the Bible is. Because a lot of people take the Bible as a book of rules. A way to live. When it's not, it's more of a guide. There are no set rules in the Bible. Because no matter how long you go, how far you go, rather, it doesn't matter how far you go. Every Bible was written by man. 
And if that man says that God put those words in him, then he's schizophrenic. You can believe in God. You can praise God. You can go to church. But I don't have to tell you to keep your sex life out of church. Unless you have a healthy sexual fantasy of having sex on an altar. Now, that's something you have to discuss with your lover, and I don't know how they are going to feel about that. Having said that, it's not a bad thing, I don't think. I mean, you can make an altar out of anything. It doesn't necessarily have to be a Catholic altar. But I digress. Anyway, if you are going to be religious, by all means, be religious. Believe in God or the goddess. Believe in Confucius. Believe in Buddha. Believe in Jesus Christ. Believe in Allah. It doesn't matter. Believe in all those things if you want. But you cannot go by what the Bible says. I'm sorry. I know it hurts to say that. You've heard that the Bible, whether you call it the Bible, the Quran, the Talmud, the Torah, whatever, I'm sure you've heard that those are the books you have to listen to when it comes to your life. I don't feel that. I think you should listen to your own conscience and make sure that your conscience is what dictates your life. Not what somebody wrote in a fucking book so many thousands of years ago. That's just crazy. Now, I don't know if you guys know this, if you guys know about this game called the telephone. Basically, it has to do with a group of people in a room arranged in a circle and at the head of that circle one person whispers into the other person's ear next to them a secret and that person person then repeats that secret to the person beside them and so on and so forth until you come all the way around to the leader of the circle again. It has been proven. Now, this is scientific, folks. This is not conjecture. This is not 
anecdotal. It is actual proof, scientific proof, that by the time the secret gets to the end of the circle, it's almost completely different from the original secret. That is what I think the Bibles are. Again, whether you call it the Bible, the Quran, the Talmud, the Torah, the I Ching, or I Ching, as the case may be, it's all written by men as told to them by a ton of other people who have played the telephone game for eons. Mind you, once it got onto paper... It was a little more relatable in terms of transferring from one edition to the other. But even then, it's been changed by man. A human being is who wrote the Bible. And if you believe human beings are infallible, then I've got a couple of bridges I want to sell you. Believe me. I can sell you a shitload of bridges. Doesn't make them right. But yeah. Either way, I'm not telling you to have no religion. God forbid I tell you that. Because I don't even believe that. But what I am telling you is that you take religious teachings with a grain of salt because in the end it is that God that you believe in that is going to judge you when you die or at least presumably when you die for example there are some religions that believe in reincarnation but the reincarnation only lasts for a certain number of times. And presumably, when you've learned whatever lesson you need to learn is when reincarnation stops and you get your afterlife. A lot of religions believe that. The Tao religion... The Hindu religion, the, uh, what is the other religion? 
I forget what the other religions are, but either way, yeah, there are religions that believe that. So in those particular cases, it's not a judge that judges you, or a god that judges you, rather, but it's some magnanimous being out there who decides when you've lost your lesson or you've learned your lesson. So Yeah. So again, you can't go by what man teaches you. Because religion was brought by man, was created by man. Religion and spirituality was a way to get the population in control. That's how I feel. I've always felt this way. Because it's the right thing to feel. No matter how you look at it. But I do have to say, having a religion is admirable. It really is. Especially in this day and age when, well, there isn't much proof that a God exists. Honestly, we're just all going by faith. Because the belief system is always based on faith. Unless we are visited by a God that says, hey, don't you dare fuck anyone until you get married. I'm going to continue to fuck someone until I get married. Sorry, I may have made a mistake there. That's not what I meant. What I meant was, I'm going to have all the sex I can, whether I'm married or not. And yes, I will continue to give oral sex. whether a religion tells me to do so or not. So, I'm welcoming any comments you guys might have. We don't have any comments thus far. Yeah. So I'm welcoming anyone who wants to come on and talk about it.
you know, I have a friend. And she is a lesbian. And she is into polyamory. And she's also a spiritualist. In other words, she believes in the goddess. But she also believes in Jesus Christ. It's a part of her belief system. And I... I am jealous of her belief system because I think it's perfect. I mean, you have to understand, ever since I watched Dogma, now for those who don't know, Dogma is a movie that was directed by Kevin Smith And it stars Jay and Silent Bob. As well as a whole cast of characters from Chris Rock to, oh, what was his name? Uh, I forget. Ben Affleck is one of them also. and uh, But they theorized that God was a woman. In the form of Alanis Morissette, to be exact. Now, how many of you can say that you know for certain that God is a male? How many of you can say that you know for certain that God is a female? You really can't. You have to believe that he is male or female. Ergo, faith. In any case, we are at an end of our show. I'm sorry if it was boring for you. But, uh, hey, you know. But anyway, I will... Hopefully see you next time. Pepsi Mama will be back at that point. Um, but uh, make sure you tune in tomorrow for the afternoon radio theater Sunday. And if you want to laugh, you can tune in tomorrow on the Facebook group, Global Blind Connections, where we'll have the comedy improv room open. For anyone who wants to test out their improv skills. We'll play whose blind line is it anyway. And uh, we'll see what happens there. As it is, that'll bring us to the end of our show today. And again, make sure 
that you fuck healthy. And if you're going to believe, believe in yourself. Bye-bye, everybody.